What is going on, everybody? Welcome in. Thanks for joining us here on Alarm Fantasy Football. I'm Howard Bender. Andrew Cooper is here. But guess what? Oh, baby. We got a full house here. Britt Flynn, John Impemba joining us. Welcome to our FFPC, Fantasy Football Players Championship, playoff contest lineup building show. That's what we're doing for you here. We've been talking about the FFPC and their playoff contest. It's definitely one of my absolute favorites. And uh, and so we're going to build you a lineup that the four of us here have uh, have have bought and shared. And we're ready to go uh, with all of that. First and foremost, thank you so much for watching us on the Fantasy Alarm YouTube page. Please hit that like and subscribe button. You see how, see how emaciated the four of us are starting to look right now? Look at us. We need to be fed. So likes, subscribes, that's what we're all about. Let's talk to the crew here before we get down to business. Uh, and just, you know, let's find out how how was everybody's season? Like we're here at week 18 is past. We're ready to move on to the playoffs here. The fantasy season is over. The four of us are like, <sighs> or are we? Like, let's talk about it here. Johnny I beat John, I, I beat John in the championship. <laughs> 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 Coop, you go first. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say. Happy, happy John of the championship in a league. Uh, that's it. That's all I have to say. So there you go. I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. John, how was your season? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Um, you know, to be fair, that was a league that Coop and I have like always consistently come in last in for a long time. Crazy difficult. Um, yeah, really Crazy hard. Sharp, really yeah. hard friends league. It's a 14 team keeper league. We were late entries into the keeper league as well, so we kind of got batter, bottom of the barrel scraps. I actually had no keepers entering this league, uh, and uh, it took us a couple of years, but we finally met in the playoffs. And uh, I had a decimated team. You know, I had no Amari Cooper, I had no Keenan Allen. Our you our know, keepers you know. were terrible again this year, John. Who did yeah. you you kept Cam Akers? I, I kept Jalen Hurts this year, so I, okay, I, okay. I, I was good with that. But I, I kept him in the second round because you can only you can't keep him again next year but yeah the keepers had been pretty bad i kept jk dobbins dude yeah yeah we had to uh, so, but you both played for a championship in your home league and you both yeah. have crappy teams Is that i did win i did win a championship as well i mean i had i made the playoffs in five of ten i made the finals in three of those five sadly i only won one championship this year so yeah we really loser <laughs> red sled how was your year it was good. Um, did very well as far as the underdog picks go. So that was always nice to come in. Um, best ball, not great. I think I invested a little bit too much in Aaron Rodgers. Um, and when he went down at the very first snap of the very first game, basically, it just tanked my best balls. Um, but as far as season long, I did very well. I came home with three championships after making the playoffs in a bunch. Um, Sellers brought home a championship and was in two finals out of the handful of leagues that he plays. So overall, it was very successful for the Sellers Flynn household. Very nice. See, successful season all around here. I've been getting all these messages and emails from FA Nation. I won this in DFS. I won these championships. Uh, and it's been it's been absolutely fantastic. I love when people beat me in best balls in like listener leagues and stuff like that because they tweet it out and like you see my team is like in dead last place. You don't see that I you know I tried out like you know Daniel Jones and Aaron Rodgers as my starting quarterbacks there, yeah. but nevertheless, um, I love seeing that. Couple of championships my way. The Jam on Fantasy Football League that's always a big one. Uh, Sirius XM's Military Appreciation a bunch of bunch of crap talkers on that one. So. You know, overall, I mean, listen, I'd say that if, if we were to sit here and like chalk up our wins versus our losses uh, collectively as a group from, you know, Sam Laporta and Dalton Kincaid to to not using Austin Eckler to Cortland Sutton to, you know. Hey, CeeDee Lamb, cover of the draft guide. CeeDee Lamb, cover of the draft guide. John crushing it. With the uh, with the DFS quarterback situation, investing, putting aside his personal preferences to to champion Baker Mayfield, 
my I didn't blow go there. through it, but I think I wrote Baker Mayfield up more than any quarterback in DFS this year. Right. And you always included a line like, I know he's still Baker Mayfield, but then you begrudgingly <laughs> promoted him. Dude, Dude like, I mean, Baker you know what? Mayfield, Sam Howell every week, 20 fantasy right. points, you know? Right. So, yep, yep. Right. And then, Britt, you were like the prop queen this year. I mean, you were absolutely crushing it with the props. So close. So close on that Bills under. I'll just say that the mere fact that it comes down to the last play of the last game of the season shows you how great of a bet that was. You were getting plus money on the under. People were roasting you in the comments. People who would probably have taken the over if I had set the line at 12 and a half for crying out loud. And uh, I mean, I was like, you know I was pulling for you so badly on that one there. But, I mean, listen, great seasons all around for for the Fantasy Alarm crew. Great season for a lot of you out there. We're going to make it even better right now because we're giving away a $35 entry to the FFPC $100,000 contest today here on this show after we build you a lineup. And then on Fridays, uh, fantasy fiasco with Andrew Cooper. We're giving away a $200 entry into their half a million dollar contest. If you want to try out for and be eligible for either, just go to fantasyalarm.com slash FFPC and just sign in. Just register what your, uh, your fantasy alarm email address is. You must be an FA subscriber in order to win. So... Do yourselves a favor. Go to fantasyalarm.com slash FFPC. Get your name into contention for today's giveaway, Friday's giveaway, and let's just all crush it here for the rest of the playoffs. Let's let's do that. And and to start, well, obviously, for the FFPC plays, we have multiple articles on the website from Andrew Cooper regarding strategy, uh, matchups to watch, things like that. He's going to be releasing some rankings overall as well. That's coming out a little closer to when you need to set any of that up. So um, let's get to it, guys. Let's let's start it off here. A little bit of injury talk that we just have to make sure, you know, who's in, who's out. The injuries that, I mean, I listed a bunch here for all of us to kind of go over, Um but there are obviously certain injuries that matter more than others. And I kind of highlighted them for us here in red to talk about it. And I, I would say the top injuries are Jalen Hurts with the finger, Christian McCaffrey with the calf, Mostert, Raheem Mostert with the knee, A.J. Brown with the knee, Rasheed Rice has the hamstring issue as well. And then let's not forget Sammy Laporta with the knee issue. Britt, I'll start with you. Injury that stands out the most, kind of makes you nervous if you wanted to use this person in your FFPC lineup? Man, it doesn't make me nervous because I'm pretty sure that he's going to be out, but I just want to throw a big middle finger to Dan Campbell completely <laughs> being so stupid and throwing Laporta out there. Um, yes, that game was pretty close, but it didn't look like Dallas and the Eagles were both going to lose anyway. Like you said, I think it was yesterday or the day before, there was a 4% chance of them getting that two seed. It makes our decision in tight end a lot more difficult. I think that the one that I'm looking at more than that, though, is Raheem Mostert because he's missed back-to-back weeks. And as good as HN was on that first, you know, quarter and a half of this game, that second half, they did not do anything. And the weather in Kansas City is going to be super, super cold. I was talking with John about it before the show. Um, a high of two degrees and a low of negative eight with snow. This is a running game. If they do not have that running back in Miami... Yeah, it's supposed to be nine degrees here, dude, in Arkansas. Like, it's going to be so bad. So this is just a prime running game situation. If Mostert isn't able to go, I worry about A-Chan and Wilson being able to move the chains in that kind of conditions. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, the Laporta one, most disappointing for me, because this is, you know, a tight end contest. It's tight end premium. And I'm such a big tight end guy. Howard is as well. And the fact that we can't use Laporta, Evan Engram didn't make the playoffs. My plan was to just load up with tight ends. Now it's a little more difficult, right? So I wish he was, I wish they didn't do that, to be honest. And he probably, uh, he was a long shot for coach of the year. This definitely hurts that for him. And to Britt's point with Raheem Mostert, the thing that stinks there is that with this contest, we want as much certainty as possible. So when you have a situation like that, where now I don't want to use Mostert, and I don't want to use Achan, but somebody out there who is going who uses Achan, 
let's say Mostert misses the playoffs, maybe that person now gets a huge advantage and kind of wipes the floor with us. So I really don't like having any sort of uncertainty. So anytime you have these guys like that, especially in the split backfields, it messes things up for us, right? This is one of the more difficult. I've been doing this contest for a while. I've been doing these the weekly ones all year long. Uh, and this one definitely uh, is one of the tougher ones. Last year felt felt easy to me compared to this one. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's the it's the Dolphins. They don't play good on the road as it is, and now they're going in there not at 100% in tough environments and cold conditions. I mean, how long uh, had the narrative been that Miami can't win in games where it's like below 30 degrees, right? That's just been sort of the thing that's carried that team around for, for years and years here. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at as well. Worried about most third waddles, even when he gets on the field, finds himself getting hurt again. So, uh, you know, for me, I'm out, I'm out on the, uh, on the uh, Dolphins here. Man, I'm like super surprised that nobody said McCaffrey. I like is nobody low key nervous about McCaffrey with a calf injury? Like I get it. He's got, you know, he sat out this past week. He's got the, this whole week with the bye week there as well. But I mean, calf injuries, uh, nobody's nobody's a little nervous there. I know that this is a guy who we want to probably lock in as one of our running backs. I mean, it's going to be a chalk play, but you know, nobody's nervous. Nobody's nervous. Our- I'm I'm so nervous because I've already decided that I'm going to live and die by McCaffrey that I don't even want to talk about it. So let's just move on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to I don't even want to hear the possibility that McCaffrey isn't the guy because you can only pick one player from each team. That's the thing with this format. So if I pick McCaffrey and this calf issue comes up, not only do I lose a great player, but that means that somebody else out there that picked Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk or George Kittle is getting a huge advantage over me. So I don't even want to talk about it. No, McCaff's good. Yeah, I'm going off reports that they're not really too concerned about it. He's had the extra time. Now, Shanahan is maybe one of the more notorious coaches of lying to us. So, uh, you know, who really knows uh, what the situation is going to be there, but at least the fact that he's had the time off, he's going to have another week off, another week to, you know, do whatever they got to do to get that leg ready to go. I imagine that they'll be they'll be fine. But uh, yeah, something certainly to talk about when it comes to lineup building and roster construction, and a point that I have for strategy when it comes to doing so here for this contest. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. I've got multiple entries into both the thirty-five and the and the two hundred. Uh, personally that I've put in and yeah, I mean, uh, I'd be a fool not to end up going with Debo uh, as my San Francisco rep. We'll do that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll jump in with all of that here. Um, big shout out to everybody in the chat. Look at this chat bumping right now. Skinny McKinney, Toronto Dave, Joshua K is in here. Uh, Jerry Gordon is in here. Angela, Annie Coop. Auntie Coop in the house, baby. Dang, what's good? Angelo, okay. Fatty McFat, Stephen Fagan, Sellers is in here, the better boss. Thank you so much, everybody. First and foremost, we thank you all for being here very much. I hope somebody who's in the chat right now is going to win today's $35 entry giveaway because that, that would make my, my day complete here. So, all right. Well, shout out to you guys in the chat. We'll keep going back and forth here, but listen, we've got a lot of ground to cover uh, here with this lineup build show. So, because there's got to be a lot of discussion here for players. Um, I'll ask you guys this. I'll start with Brett, and then we'll kind of go around the room here. Your initial approach to building your lineup. Like, if you could give one piece of advice to anybody, like how to play, how to build their lineup for the first time playing in this contest, what would it be? I think that it's base your big players on who has the chance to play the most games. And it sounds kind of basic, but obviously, you know, the two one seeds are on a bye. They can only play three games. So it kind of makes me tilt a little bit away from playing like Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson in those situations. Look at who has that potential, who has the home games, who has the games in the dome. Just look at all of these situations down the road and not just the overall best team. I mean, obviously you want players from the best team, but just throw a, a few extra sprinkles of of details in there. Yeah. My advice is lean into the format and what the scoring allows you to do. It blows my mind the people that don't check the rules and they don't know like what's different about this league from other leagues. For instance, I already mentioned it's tight end premium. The team that won the $35 contest last year had four tight ends in their lineup. Four. 
Dalton Schultz was in there. TJ Hawkinson only played one game last year, but because he caught 10 passes in that game, that counts as 15 passes for a wide receiver. So he blew anybody out of the water that basically just played one game, right? The other thing is that the Super Bowl is worth double. So if you, uh, to Britt's point, maybe you do want to avoid teams if they have the bye week. Like if you don't truly believe in the 49ers, you avoid them. But if you think that team is going to the Super Bowl for sure, then that game's worth double and they make it up that way. So you kind of got to look around the scoring and say, okay, uh, where can I get an advantage? The other one that favors, the last one I'll mention that favors the gunslingers here is that uh, turnovers, only negative one. So uh, Josh Allen one year threw a bunch of picks, but who cares because he had a bunch of rushing touchdowns where it's four-point passing, six-point rushing. Uh, So he was the guy. So it's like you got to look, see what's going on here. That's why uh, for certain positions, I'm leaning into it, leaning away from other things. Yeah, for me, it's just to be a little contrarian. I mean, everybody's got the same player pool. Uh, If you're not going to – you're just going to ride the chalk monster all the way. You're going to find yourself splitting – uh, with a lot of people, uh, you can find yourself being just a little bit different, you know, play a Brandon Cooks over a CD Lamb or, or something like that, where, you know, maybe Cooks is the one that finds the end zone. He ends up ultimately scoring more points. Or, as we've mentioned with the Christian McCaffrey, you know, a lot of people, given sort of the running back position here, are going to want to plug CMC into their lineups. You go play a Debo Samuel or a Brandon Ayuk, and then you're making up your difference there uh, when it comes to sort of that positional there. So, um, you got to be a little bit different in these things we talk about all the time. Think about it as like a mega GPP contest. Um, if you just ride what everybody else is going to be doing, you'll be you know, splitting a lot of money, put yourself ahead by being a little different here. Yeah, that's that's going to be, I, I agree with you on that one there. The game theory about who to use, who not to use, I think is going to be huge here. I think, uh, you know, a, a lot of lineups are going to have both CD Lamb and Christian McCaffrey in them. Do you go along with that and then find your other spots to be contrarian or you know do you pivot you know do you go with the Dak Prescott and do you go with a, a, a Debo Samuel just to make sure that you're not going along with the rest of the pack or do you feel like you're going to miss out so we'll kind of cover all of that as we go through here now the rules for the FFPC contest for everybody knows you pick one player per team uh, quarterback two running back two wide receiver a tight end four flexes, a kicker, and a defense. So you're basically, you're fading two teams in the playoffs here, right? There are two teams that you're going to look at. You're going to be like, not taking them at all. I'm not picking any players. Is that, you know, which which of the, you know, who's the team that you're looking uh, to fade? There are two teams that we're looking to fade, but we'll just, we'll each give one where we kind of feel like we're, we're locked in the most. We'll start with Coop. Yeah, so the truth of the matter here is that there's actually based on my research, four teams that you want to fade. And the way you do it is picking two of those teams to have your kicker in defense, right? You pick 12 players in this contest and there are 14 teams. Six teams are going to lose this week, which means no matter what, you're going to lose two of your flex players. If you lose your quarterback, your toes, you're going to lose two of your flex players. And ideally, you're going to lose your kicker and defense teams are going to lose. And then there's going to be two teams that you don't pick anybody from. So I basically take the six teams I think are going to lose and I say, okay, who's the best defense? What's the best kicker option? When I go through all that, I look at the Green Bay Packers who are dogs by more than a touchdown to Brits Cowboys. I think that team's going to lose and I'm not really interested in using their kicker or defense, to be honest. So the Packers is a team that I'm considering fading completely here. Yeah, the Packers have me nervous. I'm not going to lie. They have been pretty hot. Um, I think that it's going to be a little bit closer than I'm comfortable with. So in that case, I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, They're playing in Buffalo. The uh, point spread started out, I think, around nine. It's gone up since then. They're going to be playing in Buffalo again with very cold weather, winds, snow. Um, And it came out today that they're going to be without TJ Watt. And they're still starting Mason Rudolph. So I don't really want any piece of the Steelers going into this contest. Yeah, I mean everything that Bridget said. I, I'm with you there. I, I'm, I, I honestly uh, you have nothing. Verbal retweet. Yeah, verbal retweet. Honestly, I have nothing more to add. I have absolutely nothing more to add. I'm fading the Steelers here. Um, I don't like their kicker in that in that stadium in Buffalo. The way the wind kind of goes around there, I don't think their defense is going to be up to snuff with TJ Watt not being able to rush the passer. I know Allen obviously is susceptible to turning the football over, but again, I don't think that's going to be a spot to really uh, challenge them now that the pass rush isn't going to be there. You could run the ball on the Steelers' defense. James Cook's been really good. 
And on the other side of that game, I mean, I know the Buffalo's defense hasn't been great, but it's been better, and they're at home. So uh, I'm I'm just not going with Pittsburgh here. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously between the Steelers and the Packers for me. I mean, it's really that's that's kind of where we're at, right? The 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 Steelers going up against Buffalo. But I'll tell you what, man, you know, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, if that holds, it's kind of interesting. Like, I mean, I, I know I, I know that I, I work with a number of Steelers fans, Josh Wagner, Sham Blunt over at Fantasy Alarm. So maybe I'm drinking the dragon Kool-Aid that they are uh, <laughs> slinging right now. But I'm going to I'm going to go here with the Packers. Right. And I'm going to say, yeah, I mean, listen, going up against the uh, the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. They're eight and zero at home, seven and one against the spread at you know at home. I mean, it just it it, it kind of makes sense. It does. It, it's sad because I really love using Jaden Reed for something like this with his multi touchdown capabilities. But for now, I'm going to say that the uh, the the Packers. All right, so we've got Packers and Steelers here that we basically just said that we're going to fade. So I think what we can do is we can start building our lineup right now, knowing. We ain't going for the Packers, and we ain't going for the Steelers. So here we go. FA Squad Playoff Challenge roster in the house. Um, well, let's start with the quarterback position, and I don't think there's anybody who should be starting this conversation off other than our QB whisperer himself, John. Yeah, so for me here, I've uh, been toying with a couple of lineup builds, but I keep finding myself going to two different players here. That is Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. Uh, going both sides in the AFC here. I think one of those two teams are going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. Um, so getting that quarterback play as your Super Bowl quarterback, um, I, I think is certainly a way to go. Uh, I like that both quarterbacks have the rushing upside to their advantage here. I do think Josh Allen is probably my initial lean over um, Lamar Jackson, but I feel like if you're looking at the Raven side and you have to pick somebody in that offense, there's really only a couple of players that I kind of would gravitate towards. Um, so Allen's been my my initial plug here. Gets the extra game played. Um, and also, I think it's just going to be the better overall matchup. Can throw the football. Can put up big yards there. But also can get the rushing touchdown. So for me, Allen's my number one. Lamar's my number two. Yeah, I looked at it historically. And uh, you really, I mean, we really want to lean into mobile QBs if possible. Because last year it was... Uh, Jalen Hurts obviously went to the Super Bowl, had a bunch of rushing touchdowns, even though he had the bye week, so he missed the game, right? The year before that, Josh Allen, with his mobility and uh, you know throwing a few touchdown passes, he, he's capable of blow-up games. He actually was the, the top quarterback for the top 50 teams, and he only played two games. That's how much of an advantage you get with these mobile quarterbacks, especially with the no penalties for turnovers. If you go back through, there was a time where Tom Brady was the guy, but he had... He went to this, uh, played four straight games, threw multiple touchdowns in each game, and he had a rushing touchdown. So if you're going to take a quarterback that isn't a true mobile quarterback that can get those rushing touchdowns, you have to essentially predict that team to run the table and make the Super Bowl and get those double points in the Super Bowl. I'm with John, but I think it's got to be either uh, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. And personally, this format is custom built for Josh Allen. I mean, the turnovers don't matter and the rushing touchdowns are everything. That's like Josh Allen season, is it not? And he was the number one quarterback in all of fantasy this year. So I lean on uh, Allen. Again, I like Allen, but if you guys want to go Lamar, we can do that. And to be honest, we can always like retroactively pivot a little bit. If we're going through the running backs and the wide receivers and we say, hey, you know what? We're not going to use a running back wide receiver from the Bills, let's just swap the quarterback. So we don't have to set it in stone now, but those are the guys I'm leading on. Yeah, I'm taking uh, John's advice and going a little contrarian here because I do feel like everybody's going to have CeeDee Lamb. And so to differentiate my lineup, I'm going to lean with Dak Prescott. He's got those two games at home. We've seen how great he's been at home all season long. I'm going to harp on it again and again, but playing in a dome at home for probably two games is just invaluable when you've got people playing in cold snow, all these other conditions. Dak has also been the best quarterback second in points per game, only to Josh Allen since their week seven bye. Um, I think that that combination of differentiating yourself and the upside that he provides uh, really gives you a shot at putting in a, a different and really good lineup. Yeah, I've kind of, I've you know, I, I, both sides of it here. I mean, if we're not going to use CD Lamb in this lineup, then Dak Prescott is the per, is the is the Dallas Cowboy I want to use, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, you also have to remember that your players get double points for being in the Super Bowl. So the question is, is do you want to try, you know, do you try to get your quarterback to the Super Bowl because of, you know, the, the double points and the capabilities uh, over there? I was looking at it and I was like, I'm, I'm down to Lamar and I'm down to Dak Prescott. I'm down to both of those guys. And the reason that I'm leaning Lamar is because I feel like the group here is going to be like, we got to get CD Lamb in there. The, like, like, who are you going to use off of the Ravens? It's either going to be Lamar Jackson, uh, Zay Flowers. Maybe you lean into Isaiah Likely as a tight end because it is tight end premium scoring. But I feel like Lamar has, like, I mean, the path to the Super Bowl for him. Uh, if the Dolphins upset the Chiefs, then he plays the Dolphins. If it's the, if not, then it's probably going to be the Browns. If it's the Browns or the Texans. Now the Browns are a tough matchup. There's no doubt about it. But I mean, you know, it's Lamar. For me, it's going to be Lamar because I feel like we're going to put CD Lamb. If you guys say no to CD Lamb right now, then I'm I'm Team Dak. I, I think we can go with Lamb. I, I'm fine with Lamar. Let's put Lamar in there for now, and then we'll see how it goes. Right? We got other positions. We'll, we'll, right. we'll feel it out. Right. <laughs> thank, thank you, Burns. Thank you, Burns, Brian Burns. Burns was, wants Lamb in there. That was scary and le- yet slightly disgusting in, in the same breath. All right, right off the bat there. John, I think you can put CeeDee Lamb in as one of our wide receivers just for the time being right now. We'll just put it as a placeholder for the moment here. As we kind of move this along, remember, we're giving away a $35 entry into their 100K contest at the FFPC. Go to fantasyalarm.com slash FFPC. Look at that. There's a QR code right there. Zap that. Register your email. You must be a Fantasy Alarm subscriber to win. So, again, hit it up over there. All right, so we've got Lamar Jackson there. Let's talk running backs. All right, favorite running back. I mean... All right. For me, I love CMC. Obviously, there's there's the calf injury that does make me a little nervous, but I think we all are pretty much in agreement that CMC is the guy. And he's probably going to be in a billion lineups. And, you know, it's a matter of do you keep pace with the field or do you try to challenge them? My two favorite running backs here to use are actually CMC and Kyron Williams. Right. I love Kyron Williams against the Lions. I actually think the Rams upset the Detroit Lions in this first round. I've built my bracket and I've got it like that. And just with the way that they've constantly used Kyron Williams, no matter how successful Cooper Cup or Puka Nakua have been, Kyron Williams has been just a, a mad cap baller. I absolutely love him. So CMC and Kyron for me. Yeah. John? Yeah, sorry. I have uh, I have no problem going the the Kyron Williams route. I guess my initial thought here on the matchup is that if Detroit is to win this game, you know they're you know they do have a good run defense, right? And Kyron Williams obviously has the the pass game uh, upside here as well. But attacking Detroit through the air has always been the way to to go this year for them. So you know for that reason, I didn't I didn't have Kyron in my bills. I do have CMC. Uh, but the one guy I was uh, plugging in here because, you know, if I wasn't going Josh Allen at quarterback, it's because I was going James Cook at running back. I think that was the other one that I wanted to to tempt here. You can run the ball again on Pittsburgh. You've seen Cook really you know, take on a larger role in the second half of the season once they made that change at offensive coordinator. So uh, for me, Cooks was my other running back to pair up with Christian McCaffrey if we were going to go uh, the CMC route here as the RB1. Yeah, so I've been going through, again, historically, and a lot of these teams are loaded up with chalk. I mean, the team that won last year, it's all the guys you would expect. It, they just had a slightly different order than everybody else. Jalen Hurts, Austin Eckler, CMC, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey, Saquon Barkley, CD Lamb, Christian Kirk, Stephon Diggs, Justin Tucker, Miami defense. Like that, that was the team that won, and they literally just picked the best players on each team. What you want... It, is you want either superstars or you want somebody who is capable of one monster game performance in a loss. Because again, two of our guys are going to get eliminated. So to Howard's point, it actually doesn't matter if Kyron Williams wins or loses. All that matters is that he has a great game, right? Like TJ Hawkinson last year, one and done game, put up 28 points in this format. Good. See you later. Two of our guys are going to get eliminated. So I have no problem with Kyron Williams, but I love John's pick of James Cook. We're not going to use 
uh, if we're not going to use Josh Allen, I really don't like what we've seen from Stephon Diggs as of late. His usage has changed since the coordinator has changed. I would go with James Cook there, unless we want to use Dalton Kincaid, on which I can absolutely be sold with as easily. As easily I can be sold. If one of you guys says, let's use Kincaid, I will immediately say put Kincaid in there. So uh, with James Cook, it is what it is. But I, you know what? I'm with you on Kyron Williams. And again, I'm still vouching for CMC. But I, again, we can use Debo if you want. But I think we should get Kyron in there. I like that one. Spoiler, yeah. I may have Kincaid somewhere in my uh, in my build here. Spoiler alert there. Britt, running backs for you? Yeah, CMC is... Uh, he has to be in there for me. Uh, just for put him in, John. Just yeah, put him in. We're all seeing CMC. 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 Christian. Britt, what did you say earlier? Christian McCaff's good? Yeah. Is Christian McCaff's good? My calf's good. Christian, my calf's good. Get him in there. My calf's fine. Yeah, you know, I'm here all night. So the I do like the Kieran Williams pick, but the reason that I'm steering away from him here is that I really want a piece of that Rams passing attack, especially against the Lions defense that has allowed 350 passing yards over the past three weeks. I feel like that's where you attack them is through the air and not necessarily on the ground. So in that case, um, I'm going to roll with Isaiah Pacheco. We haven't really seen Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey or any of the pass catchers do anything. Rasheed Rice is also dealing with that hamstring injury. Then we're thinking about this cold weather and it's going to always come back to the weather, Um, but it's going to be freezing. It's setting up for a very big run heavy scheme. Depending on who wins in that Buffalo game, they're probably going to have to go to Buffalo and it's going to be cold and snowy there. So I think that Pacheco has more longevity and just as much upside as Karen Williams, especially when you factor in that um, wide receiving ability of Puka or Cooper Cup. So I'm leaning Pacheco, but I could be sold on on James Cook as well. Okay, so so all of you have said no to Kyron Williams. Okay, fine. I said Kyron. I said I like Kyron. Let's let the record show. Oh, oh, did you? All right, so mm-hmm. two votes for Kyron Williams here. All right, fantasy points per game allowed to the running back position. Uh, you can get all of this over at fantasyalarm.com. Pittsburgh gives up the most. That's a plus for James Cook here in this uh, in this matchup. Obviously, with the weather there as well. Packers. Tony Pollard, no thank you. We're going with CeeDee Lamb, we already know. The Bills, we already said that we're fading Steelers here, so we're not saying we're not going with those guys. You guys don't want to use Devin Achan or Raheem Mostert. Mostert's got the knee. Achan splitting. Is that the concern? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so we're kind of sitting here. It's either going to be James. I really like the Isaiah Pacheco call. I got to be honest with you here. I think that, you know, Miami, um, they're good against the run, not great against the run. I like the way Andy Reid utilizes running backs, and you've seen how he favors Isaiah Pacheco um, in both the passing game and the running game. So I really like that. I'm I'm saying Pacheco, I'm going to side with Britt on this one here, CMC and Pacheco, because I want to use Dalton Kincaid, Coop, John, you want to fight for Cook? I mean, we're the thing is, like you know, I personally think that given the format, if we want to use Kincaid, we can use him. But I want to use Travis Kelsey. I think we should use multiple. Times. Yeah, we have multiple flexes for me. So like, I was, I was always playing Travis Kelsey because of the formatting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could well, I mean, we could put oh, Kincaid, Kincaid in the tight end pair and Kelsey in the flex. Yeah, it's but what contrarian he though, way we talk, so. Yeah, what, That's what, my what the fact that Kincaid has sucked, uh, not Kincaid, uh, Kelsey's Kelsey. been terrible for the last several weeks. He's going to be fun. It's Travis Kelsey, though. You know what I mean? That's what we've been saying all year. That's exactly what we've been saying all year. He was, but within the within the calendar month, he had back to back to back games of eighty plus yards. I mean, he's had a couple down games, but I mean, a lot of people do. Unless we truly think that was, on January seventh, he was good, but on. January, sorry, on December 7th, he was good, but on January 9th, now he's just he's injured or, or he's just not that good anymore. Is that I think I mean, it more comes down to the fact of, of the weather and the game script and what's actually going to happen and how much passing is going to happen in these games. I just, I really don't trust Kelsey at all. Look at, look at Darren in the chat, Fantasy Mojo himself saying Kelsey is toast, Pacheco is a good pivot versus the field. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's a good contrarian play. I, I think it's funny we're talking about a guy that, you know, almost had 100 catches and 1,000 yards as toast, but... Right. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> most the most fantasy points per game of any tight end. Of any tight end. But like that, think, sure. think about this, though. If we're going if we're going McCaffrey and we're going CeeDee Lamb, two of the chalkiest of chalk picks, we've got to go contrarian somewhere else. I mean, we're also... We're, we've got Lamar Jackson penciled in there, so... Oh. The contrarian play last year for the team that won was uh, the two plays that he had that were different than most people were. He had Christian Kirk, although Christian Kirk was one of the best Jaguars, and he had Miami defense. Every other player he had was the chalk down the down the stride. Okay, I think what's going to be interesting as a separator, in my opinion, here is going to be the Cooper Cup Puka Nakua decision that someone's going to be making. Well, if we have Kyron Williams in there, then it's not a decision that's going to well. be I, well, I guess we're not we're using Kyra Williams. I guess so it comes down. Britt and I are voting Pacheco. You guys obviously want James Cook in there. Did neither of you did neither of you want to use Dalton Kincaid in this format? I think that's going to be a very important factor. I'm voting for him for the flex. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would we, we can go with we can go with well, I I would rather go with Kyron Williams and then use uh Kincaid and Kelsey. That's what I would do. But again, I have a bunch of my own lineups to make, so I'm down with do whatever have, you guys Do we have other running backs that we want to throw out there? Do we want to try Rashad White from the Bucks? Do we want to try, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're fading Steelers and we're fading Packers. Yeah, I'll tell you this. The guy that won, by virtue of having four, uh, you know, four tight ends in his lineup, the guy that won the $35 challenge last year only had two over two running backs in his lineup, and he also only had uh, the guy that came in second only had two wide receivers, so you can do it however you want. Like, uh, yeah, no, I, listen, I get it. I'm just, I'm, you know, thinking ahead. We, we can leave this second running back spot blank for the time being, right now, right? Let, we, we'll do that, and we'll talk wide receivers. Um, but I will say that if we are going to lean into the format and lean into the scoring, I mean, I gotta tell you, man, David Njoku as the tight end. I mean, how many targets has that dude seen? Uh, you know, over time, you know, that would I don't be three, know, man, t- just, three tight ends, I, meaning we only need one more. No, I'm just saying that maybe we don't even use Travis Kelsey. That's that's uh, kind of where I'm at because there are other tight ends who we can take a look at. But we'll we'll pause on this running back spot. Let's move ahead. Let's talk about some wide receivers here. Um, you know who we like now. Teams that give up the most fantasy points per game to the wide receivers throughout this season. It's been and this is the order. Um, of only playoff teams here. Uh, from the most points allowed, the Eagles, then the Lions, then the Rams, Bucks, Dolphins, Steelers. So, you know, obviously if we're looking at the Eagles, you know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin in play here. If you're looking at, you know, going up against the Lions, that's the Puka Nakua Cooper Cup debate. Um, we'll start with Britt. Who do you want? Yeah, I'm taking Puka Nakua here for um, just – all the reasons he's been so good he you know broke the rookie receiving record cooper cup is good but he's kind of i mean fallen off a little bit i would rather have puka out of that and the way that detroit secondary has kind of crumbled they've given up a ton of uh yardage to the wide receivers a ton of points they lost some more of their cornerbacks and safeties this week because dan campbell is dumb and puts the starters out on the field just throw that out there um so i really like puka here For my second one, I'm actually going to go with Nico Collins because he has been so good against man coverage. I know that the Browns defense is very, very good, but against man coverage, Nico Collins is allowing or producing the fifth most fantasy points per target when faced with man. And the Browns play man at the top rate in the league. What we've seen from Nico Nico Collins out of CJ Stroud, I really think that at home, Nico's going to have a great game and that they're going to win here and continue to put up big points and just make a miracle run. Colby, I saw you in the chat earlier. This one's for you. <laughs> yeah, for for me, uh, you know, you obviously plugged in CD Lamb already. I went Cooper Cup in my lineups because I think a lot of people are gonna go with Puka Nakua in their lineups here because either the recency bias of his, you know, big season that he had. Um, or they think maybe that's going to be the contrarian way to go and people more likely to take, you know, because he's Cooper Cup. Like, how do you not take Cooper Cup? So I actually think that taking Cup might actually be a bit more contrarian um, in that sense. I still think he's obviously the lead wide receiver. We've had him some come through with some big games. I like this spot for Stafford. 
to throw the ball a ton here in this one. I think both wide receivers, honestly, are going to come through with big games here. So um, I think Cooper Cup is the way to go um, as for me when I'm building out some lineups. Um, but I also like Mike Evans if I'm throwing out another wide receiver there that isn't C.D. Lamb. Um, you know, Coop and I talked about this uh, when Philly and Tim Bay played back uh, earlier this season. He's just bigger than everybody that they have in that secondary, right? So if they're going to honestly put Slay or somebody on him there, he, he just has so much size. It doesn't really matter where the ball is going. He's coming down with it. He had 10 targets in that game. He had six catches and a touchdown um, in, in that matchup against Philadelphia. Uh, five catches, rather, and a touchdown in matchup against Philadelphia. So I like Mike Evans a lot here um, in this matchup against the Eagles. So that's that would be my other throwout call there if it's not uh, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, personally, I, I, you know, before I give mine, I, I don't really want to use Nakua or Cup because I, I'm really into Kyron Williams. I mean, in most weeks, he outscores those guys. He's at 100 yards from scrimmage, like in seven straight games. So that's the guy I would use from the Rams. But if we want to use one of those wide receivers, I'm in on uh, doing a debate on that. Uh, guys I want in there are CeeDee Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, who is both capable of spike weeks and uh, you know, he is consistent, so he can put in multiple games in a row. Uh, and then also Mike Evans. Those are the three guys that I feel they're right now the best players and options on their team, right? Because we're not going to go with Tony Pollard. We're not going to use Sam LaPorta with the knee. So like those three guys, CeeDee Lamb, Amaras, Lee Brown, Mike Evans, those are the ones I'd want to see. In. Are we doing a disservice to Tyreek Hill by nobody mentioning Tyreek Hill, revenge game narrative against Kansas City in Kansas City. We know he gets leaned on. It's better if Jalen Waddle is on the field, but I know he's banged up and everything. But like, why why no Tyreek from anybody? I just assumed we were putting him in there. I like I already penciled him in mentally. Cause I think it's gonna be like 20 pass attempts from each team and the ball's gonna be like a rock. And I still think that the Dolphins lose. Oh, so you're so thinking maybe I'm Dolphins just dating him. You're thinking like you, so you would maybe use like Jason Sanders or something there. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously have him in lineups because he is Tyree Kill, but I don't think we're gonna get the pop game if the weather is gonna be the way it is. I don't know how healthy that ankle is. He's still kind of walking around in a boot. We know Tua's numbers this year on the road are drastically lower than they are when at home. Uh, just the whole environment here. Sure, like the Tyree Kill narrative is great, but. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's going to come through. We'll see. McDaniel's a really good coach. Maybe he comes up with a good game plan. But um, yeah, I'm not saying I'm fading Tyree Kill, but he's not my number one wide receiver. Why would just, we pivot? Why would we pivot to to Jason Sanders? Like the kicking game is going to be as gross, if not worse, than the passing game is. And Tyree Kill's played in this weather before. Like we've seen him all bundled up. And well, the, uh, you know, it's not really Tyree Kill. Ty- for me. Ty- Tyree Kill though is the exact kind of guy that like. Tyreek Hill going out and having 10 catches for 100 yards and then his team getting eliminated is exactly what you want from your one-week guy because, again, two of our flexes are going to get eliminated. So that's why I have no problem with Tyreek Hill. We want, we want, you would just want the most explosive playmakers on every team and you just hope that they, you know, your quarterback makes it a long way and everybody has good games for as many games as they play. One good game from Tyreek Hill is all you might need. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's let's figure it out here then, because we can we can put somebody in. You guys said Mike Evans. I do like Mike Evans. We're going to need a Bucks representative uh, because we're not fading them. You said Amon Ross St. Brown with no Sam Laporta around. I'm actually in favor of Amon Ross St. Brown being my rep from the Lions because I don't want to have to deal with the decision between Montgomery and Gibbs. And he is that guy that that guy there. So um you know, I'll fight for Tyreek in the flex spot here, but uh, for for this wide receiver spot, should we just go with uh, I'm on up. Oh, John already put in Mike Evans. Good. I put Mike John, yeah. and I'm on Raw. I think I'm great with put, that. Put, I'm on Raw in as our uh, flex. We're yeah. good. We've got both of those guys in there. We're we're rock solid. So now I guess we guess we just got to fight it out for our flex spots here. Do we want to fight it out for our flex spots first, or do we want to give our kicker and our defense? 
Well, we have to do tight end. Yeah, let's do kicker and defense at the end because I've been doing FFPC lineups every single week all year. And a lot of times you you get to kicker and defense and you'll say, wait a second, we didn't put an eagle in here. We got to go back and fix it. So I think doing tight end and defense, sorry, kicker and defense at the end is is the way to do it. From the left. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, tight ends. I mean, let's, let's talk about it. Teams that give up the most fantasy points per game to the tight end position. The Bucks, the Rams, the Texans, the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Lions. So that favors Dallas Goddard. It favors uh, Brock Wright. Don't even say it, Coop. Son of a... You just shut your mouth. <laughs> We're not Shut dude. your mouth. Just shut up. <laughs> because then, yeah, Durham Smythe, no. You shut up again. I, I, I don't want to hear it. Travis Kelsey going up against Miami. That seems to be everybody's play. For me, I'll, I'll just... I'll lead it off right now. It's Kincaid... As my Buffalo representative, we're not going to go James Cook at running back, which I'm fine not going with James Cook at running back. The Buffalo rep, I want to use Kincaid. I don't want to use Diggs. I don't want to. And, and, and we've got Lamar in there already. So that's that's my vote there. Coop, tight end whisperer. Uh, so the viable tight ends I have, it's honestly not as many. There's only three that I want to use, and I'm I would like to use all three. But uh, it's up to you guys. I want Travis Kelsey in there, and I like Dalton Kincaid or James Cook, right? So if we're not using James Cook, Dalton Kincaid and Travis Kelsey, I'm also down with using David Njoku because we've seen it. He's capable of having a monster week. Last year in week one, Debo Samuel had six catches for 133 yards and a touchdown, and he also had three carries for 32 yards, right? Travis uh, TJ Hawkinson went out and had 10 catches for 126, and that was less than a point less than All right. So listen, did. you don't you don't have to sell you don't, Coop, you don't have to sell Najoku to us. I think if we're looking for a Cleveland rep, I think we can put in Najoku, right? I mean mm-hmm. or the Cleveland defense. I think it comes down to one or the two. So me, I personally I like and again, I'm gonna have a, a, my own lineups. Like I'm, I'm doing a bunch of them. And and Travis right, Kelsey. We're talking be, about this one here. I'm saying Travis Kelsey's gonna be in every single one of mine. Okay. So all right, put put Kelsey in as the flex. Let's 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 pop it in there, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I guess we can. I want Dalton Kincaid as a as a flex play as well. I mean, let's do it. The guy that won last year. Had yeah, four, we know, we know, we. Know. One of them was Dalton Schultz. I have, a question. I have a question. How many yes. tight ends did that guy use in that lineup? Uh, four, John. Okay, okay, got it. Wasn't sure. <laughs> what was what was DJ Hawkins and stuff? Hundred thousand dollars, right? John. Dalton Kincaid had two touchdowns. Got it. Guys, Dalton, Dalton, Dalton Schultz had two touchdowns. Got it. Um, all right. Where all right, are we? So, so let's talk about it then. So then we've got we've got reps from, I guess where every team now except for where are we looking? We don't. We yeah, don't have Eagles, a goal. Texans, Steelers, Rams, Eagles, Texans, Steelers. Ram- well, no, we're not. We're fading the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, Eagles, just listing off teams we haven't used. Yet. All right, so Eagles, Texans, Rams, we haven't used yet, and then um, am I crazy for liking Houston's defense in this one? I don't think you're no. crazy at all. The Flacco's been turning the ball over a lot. They throw a lot. The Texans defense has actually been putting up numbers the last five or six weeks. They're home, right? Like, well, I was gonna say if. Because we were stuck on that Kieran Williams, why don't we just go ahead and put Kieran Williams in for the running back? Yeah, that's fine. And that Good. that'll eliminate our choices a little Good. bit more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I do want to mention one caveat here that I know we have Njoku in there, so it it, it saves us from that. You don't want to have your kicker going against your defense because that means one of them is going to advance. And in most cases, teams that have a kicker or defense make it to the next level, which means three of their flexes get eliminated. Is not a good way to go. So we, well, we want to make sure I'm, our, I'm fine using the Houston defense and not using Dustin Hopkins. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, right. we're already using Najoko. So, um, so I think if we were going to go in a direction, um, I've had Elliott as my kicker here because um, I don't really know what to do with the Eagles' offense and the way they're going, and I'm not using Jalen Hurts, and I think the rest of their Skill position players are hit or miss. They're all kind of banged up a little bit, but Elliot can kick from 60. And, you know, that offense might find themselves here you know, in Tampa Bay. Maybe they stall out a little bit. I know they go for it a lot in short yardage, which we kind of hate with kickers, but, you know, I, I kind of liked Elliot in this spot because I, I don't even know if, what if Philly wins this game. So, right. 
That'd be well, that would give us a big advantage. Do I we could, not want to throw Goddard in there though, with AJ Brown and Devonta Smith banged up, with as many fantasy points that the Bucks are allowing two tight ends? Do we want to use a skill position player rather than just a kicker? What I worry about Goddard is that it's not at his floor. The floor for him is good, but his upside is fairly low because he rarely ever gets end zone targets. Has 10 over the last four years combined, which like, you know, just this year, Dalton Schultz had 10 end zone targets. I mean, uh, Donald Parham at seven. So it's because of the tush push, right? They they don't throw it to him. So I, I just worry he doesn't have the upside we need from a team that might only play one or two games. That's what that's, about what you throw this out there. I know that we we talked Houston Texans defense. What about using the Dolphins defense? If this game's going to be cold and we're expecting the scoring to be down, then if they if they get past the Chiefs, then they take on the Ravens. And we've seen Lamar turn the ball over. You know, I know that Vic Fangio's, you know, defense hasn't been killer here, but that also possibly opens up Kaimi Fairbairn as the kicker that, that we can use. He's definitely reliable, and we know they move the ball. Yeah, Fairbairn's been crushing lately. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that at all. Right. I know that the Dolphins lost a bunch of their linebackers and defensive pieces, but they still forced so many turnovers last but week just a reminder if we pick the dolphins defense we are rooting for the dolphins to lose yeah we do not yeah, want our defense to play two games. Kelsey. right well no just in general we do we don't that's why i have no problem with it because we we you don't want your defense to advance i don't necessarily know if you don't want your defense to advance it's not your preferred kind of a thing so i guess it kind of or fairbairn or do we go to nico collins because we've got that other flex play open there we could go to Collins, right? In in that sense, there use the Dolphins' defense, and then Jake Elliott is our kicker. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, because we're gonna lose this weekend. We're gonna lose four of these players. And yeah. and honestly, if if it's not the QB, it doesn't it doesn't matter as much. We're gonna lose you in about two seconds. About <laughs> I'm telling you, Doug. I, I've done all the research on this. All right, so that's it right there. Then looks is beautiful. Is that it? Looks like is a, that our team? Looks like half a million bucks to me. Does that look like half a million dollars to you guys? Oh, I got a cheers from Brit, a cash register there. John, what's your level of confidence here? Yeah, it's good. Oh, <laughs> all right, I'll tell you what. Let's let's go around here. We got about eight minutes left in this show. We're gonna do our giveaway, um, and and come up with the uh, the the winner of that, but. Um, if you could change one thing in this lineup here right now, I'll go John Brick Coop, just right down the side there. John, if there was one thing that you could change about this lineup, what would it be? Uh, I would flip Nico and the Dolphins defense for Houston and Tyreek Hill. Mm, that's fair. I, I do not hate that one bit. I, I say we do that right now. Brit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. Tyreek Hill. Once you said Tyreek Hill, I was like, yeah, we got it. I just we gotta, we can't. I don't. Tyree. I don't feel good about Tyreek Hill, and he's, that's my hill that I'm going to stand on and die on. He's but, just such um, a little maniac, Brit. He really he's is. So cloud, I, the snowbirds are going to be taller so. than him. I think he might be. I think he, I just that guy is. He's he's built different. You ever see those videos of like dogs running in like five feet of snow and you just see the 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 the, the mountain go right back? That's that's Tyreek. That's Tyreek Hill, dude. Snow drifts in Kansas City. Just saying. All right, so so that was so boom. That that just happened? Did that just happen? That I don't know, man. I'm happened. Mm. I mean, I, I like getting Tyreek in there. I, I definitely do. You know, I'm, making, Brit, maybe, I'm making a thousand teams. Britt, maybe right. maybe you come and 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 you and I build a, a separate lineup here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe and John, John, we'll build our own. Me and John are going to do our own. We'll have a little contest. Who, who's lineup is better? Me and John versus you and Britt. We're splitting. Um, I would take out Hill and put in Pacheco. I just, I really, or not Hill, sorry, Kelsey. Kelsey. I'm the cold medicines yeah. in my head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would take out Kelsey and put in Pacheco. Um, and then substitute Kieran Williams for Puka. But other than, I'm fine with either okay. one. I mean, listen, yeah, I'm fine with this lineup 100%. I mean, listen, there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way to win it. And I, I like, you know, I, I think, 
I think we'll be different with Kyron, honestly. I think more people are going to look at this matchup against Detroit knowing you attack them through the air. Puka. And, no. and Kyron's just not going to get the usage. But you have to hope that the Rams win this game because I don't think I don't think Kyron's going to have a good game in this one, personally. But mm-hmm. next week, maybe maybe he'll have the bigger performance. Seven straight games, 100 yards from scrimmage. He'll be going up against San Francisco. So he's got two tough matchups. Which, so I think, I mean, listen, I think it's a definite contrarian move. Yeah. I definitely think so. And if, if the Rams lose, then guess what? Everybody who went Puka or Cup, they lose them too. He played San Francisco on September 17th, had 100 yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns. I yeah. love that. Well, see, we've we've talked about that all year. San Francisco defense honestly hasn't been that great this year. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, there we go. There's our lineup. Very excited about that. Thank you all. I love the I love the chat here. Mile high, Luke, Britt. I'm with you. I'm with them too. Uh, Steelers defense and root for Josh Allen turnovers from Jared Moore. Mm. I mean, no one's gonna play Steelers defense. That's for sure. Nobody's playing the Steelers defense. Nobody is. Um, I love this. I love the comments and through and everything here. I think Anthony actually asked the format. Anthony, you can only use one player per team. Yeah. You can't, there's no stacking allowed uh, in this content. Yeah. A- Anthony, Anthony's been hanging with us all year for the FFPC. It's the same format as the weekly one we've been doing, my dude, on uh, Coops Fiasco. Except you, instead of just a one week, you have them for the for, for the entire year here. And anybody else out here watching this and says, "Hey, you know what? This is pretty cool. I want to get in and do this." Go to myffpc.com. Use promo code COOP right now. They'll give you 25 bucks when you deposit $35 or more uh, when you use promo code COOP. And we're going to give away an entry right now. Is that we right? are going to give away an entry right now. Who wants the giveaway? Well, COOP, you get to give away the $200 one. So you're at, you're out of contention for announcing this. Uh, John, Britt, one of you two uh, gets to do it. I'm thinking of a number between... One in a hundred closest to that number without going over wins. Type it in the private chat so we know you're not. Yes, you're type not it. What, me? Yeah, you. Well, no, because then, because then we'll see it. And they'll see it. No, the I've, private, I got my number in my head here. Yeah, John, we're in the chat? private chat. We're in the group. Yeah, they're in the group. <laughs> what private chat are you in, Coop? Uh, <laughs> is the winner put somewhere better? Because I don't know. I've got the winner's name here. I'm going to put it into, the, into our group chat. As okay. soon as you and Britt guess a number closest to gets it without going over wins that one to a hundred. Who won each guess? One. <laughs> you coward. Britt? 25. The answer was 69. I don't know why <laughs> neither one of you came up with 69, but Britt gets Jesus the win won. here. John with his price is right bit of uh, trying to get Britt to go over. Uh, Britt, the name is in the chat right now for our $35 FFPC entry giveaway. It goes to... Do we have a drum roll? Yeah. There we go. And the winner to the $35 FFPC tournament is Stephen Fagan. Congratulations. I did see Steven in the chat earlier today, so hopefully he's uh, stuck with us here the entire time. Um, yeah, congratulations, Stephen Fagan. We will, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> obvious. See, I don't know why nobody went for the obvious there. Occam's razor. Sometimes the easiest, solu- the, the, the right solution is the easiest. So, uh, yeah, Stephen Fagan wins. I guess we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. Uh, with Stephen Fagan, or at least I'll be in touch with Stephen Fagan because I've got the entry and I'm ready to hand it over to one of you. All right. So huge thank you, everybody. Uh, for Britt Flynn, for John and Pemba, for Andrew Cooper, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Alarm Fantasy Football. Shout out to our producer, Brian Burns, for always bringing the heat. Best of luck to you. Again, we're giving away a $200 entry to their half a million dollar contest on Coop's Fantasy Fiasco this Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern. You don't want to miss it over there. If you want to sign up, there it is. To be entered into your chance to win, go to fantasyalarm.com slash FFPC or use this uh, use this QR code 
that's on the screen right now. We thank everybody for being here, like and subscribing. Do not use our lineup in the FFPC contest <laughs> because we don't need 100 people splitting the winnings, right? So come on now. Be contrarian. Be your own person. We love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Fantasy season going through the playoffs. The FFPC has two playoff challenges with either a $100,000 or a massive $500,000 grand prize. All you need to do is pick 12 players at myffpc.com. Adios, turd nuggets. <laughs> Yay, hey, boom.